0: Hello and welcome to the Audio Epics podcast. I'm Domine.
1: Hi, I'm
0: Aline. And uh, this week we've got something different, something new.
1: Yeah, because we're all in lockdown or of some sort, um, we figured we could um, spend an episode on quarantine questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, so basically what it is is um, we've both uh, made a list of 20 questions about, you know, movies, books, games, TV shows, uh, for each other. So we're going to ask each other questions and, uh, you know, maybe learn a bit about each other's... uh, Or not. Yeah, or not. We know each other pretty well, Um, (laughs) being married and all, especially now that we've been in the same uh, small place for weeks now, (laughs) Uh, we we know each other really well. Um, Okay. And yeah, our, our youngest, Liam, is with us, and he wants to join in the conversation. He's wearing his Batman pyjamas. Okay, I'll start with the first question. And uh, my first question is for you, Elin. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite female villain?
1: Um, I guess that would... <laughs> I guess that would be uh, Maleficent.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the original from the, from the cartoon or from the movie?
1: Um, from the, the, the movie, Maleficent. Hmm. Since she's, uh, she's a very round uh, character, um, very interesting villain mm-hmm. who, uh, who is first an, an innocent girl. Even though she has a very uh, malicious name and yeah. horns on her, yeah, head. horns, yeah, and uh, yeah, but she's innocent to start with, and then she turns totally evil. Mm. But then it turns out she she uh, still does have a heart, and
0: um... yeah, okay, uh, okay, your your turn.
1: Okay, your favorite movie of all time? If you cannot answer, Return of the King.
0: Okay. Uh, If I cannot answer Return of the King, it's going to be be one of the other Lord of the Rings (laughs) movies. (laughs) Uh,
1: you You cannot answer with a Lord of the Rings movie because that would be too obvious.
0: Well, there are a bunch of movies I really love. You know, I might say Braveheart.
1: Braveheart. Okay, that's a surprise.
0: It is, isn't it? Yeah. It has a great story. It surprises story. me too, but Good
1: story. So uh,
0: I th- I really I mean that movie does something special to me.
1: Uh, and especially during times when we don't have
0: freedom <laughs> Yeah, especially especially those times. <laughs> okay. Uh, question for you. Who would win in a fight between a team of five Batmans versus one Darth Vader?
1: Hmm. I would. Uh, I would cheer for the five Batmans. Actually, yeah.
0: You would cheer them up, but do you think they would win?
1: Yeah, I think so. Why? Because technology.
0: Darth Vader has technology. No. Because bats. Okay. Yeah, bats. Yeah. <laughs>
1: times five.
0: Bats times five. Yeah, it's a lot of bats.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, uh, Darth Vader. He he looks pretty scary, but
0: he's got the force.
1: Yeah, 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 he does, but the wrong side of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess.
1: Plus, he's just a big hump of meat underneath.
0: Yeah, 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 okay.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I would go for the five Batmans.
0: Five Batmans, okay. Or Batman, uh, I'm gonna say yep. Batmans. Bat, Batman,
1: Batman. bat people, Bat, people. bat, bat persons.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> bat human beings.
0: Okay, your turn.
1: What's your favorite story score composer? So um, from a, a game, a movie, or an audio drama?
0: I'm going to say Peter van Riet <laughs> <laughs> Oof. and Dane Leonardson uh, are the, the two greatest composers of all time.
1: Good answer. <laughs> I hope they're listening. <laughs> yeah. I'll make them. And if you cannot pick buddies, what would you If I cannot be? pick
0: buddies... Um, I guess for movies, I'm gonna have to say John Williams. Still, it's cliche, I know, but he's led the groundwork for basically what film scores have become over the decades. I can see that. And his his music is so rich, as there's just so much in it. Just listen to you know the Star Wars scores. Um, he's made so many memorable melodies and themes. It's incredible. Um, I, I I love James Horner too, and I love Jeremy Sol. Uh His music, his video game music, is inc- is fantastic. And uh, and I got a soft spot for Jerry Goldsmith also. He's he's kind of a. Uh, I think he's almost forgotten. I mean, he used to be quite well known and popular. Um, is that, that
1: from the Legend soundtrack?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so the movie Legend. Um, well, that's. It's an interesting thing about that movie, Legend, uh, from 1985. It has two different soundtracks. One is uh, by a sort of 80s pop band. I've never even heard that soundtrack. Because the version we have in Europe, because they made separate versions of the movie, has music by Jerry Goldsmith. And that score, which you you won't hear in the American version, is actually one of my favorite scores. I think it's super original. Okay, um, my next question um, is maybe a stupid one. Um, no
1: stupid questions.
0: No? Only stupid uh, answers, okay. <laughs> which I'm probably going to give. So, if archeology span I was trying to be original. If archaeologists discover remnants of our civilization 1,000 years from now, and they find one playable DVD disc so they can watch one movie, which one should it be?
1: It can only be one disc, right? Yes. So, no Lord of the Rings uh, extended edition.
0: Theatrical editions are possible.
1: Well, only from one movie. That's one third of the trilogy. True, true. We cannot do that. Um, Then I think I would pick a a movie that kind of mirrors our society best. Which is... um, dystopian and disgusting. So, I think um maybe we could pick a, a Roland Emmerich movie or um or The Island by Michael Bay perhaps. Yeah. I'm going to pick that one because if I pick The Giver, um, The Giver is an interesting movie, but the problem with that is that it's not a very good adaptation. The book is The book is better. much better, yeah. Yeah. And it's actually Um, four books
0: right right okay Um, your turn
1: I'm gonna ask you for the most remarkable soundtrack of all time in terms of weird or original uh, since if I ask you about your favorite one it's just gonna be the complete recordings of the Lord of the Rings which is the obvious answer Um, so yeah what what would you say to that
0: In terms of original,
1: the most remarkable soundtrack you've ever heard. Hmm,
0: that's uh, an interesting question.
1: Something you've never. um,
0: I thought uh, what Hans Zimmer did with Interstellar was very interesting with the organ. Yeah. That was different. Yeah. Unique. Right. Especially for him. True. It's different from what he usually does. Um, So um, that's certainly on the list. And again, I know. Yes, Liam agrees. Um, I've already mentioned it just now, um, but Legend, uh, the soundtrack for the movie Legend by Jerry Goldsmith, is actually uh, one that I would. Um,
1: that is remarkable. Yeah, because
0: yeah. it's full of these weird sounds. It's it's an orchestral symphonic score, but there are these weird, mysterious sounds. That's what you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll use a clip because. <laughs> but um what? it's very original we'll and these
1: clips are will get the All right, again.
0: okay. So look it up people. Uh <laughs> but uh, it, it's um, you should listen to the, just the first track uh, of the legend score by Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah. Um it's it creates a lot of atmosphere, a sort of dark fairy tale atmosphere yeah, in a very unique yeah, way.
1: Yeah, like that. <laughs> That would be uh, my answer too, uh, Interstellar. But uh, I was thinking about the the Fountain soundtrack too. Oh right, yeah, that's that's, that's a really that's weird different, but yeah. very uh, yeah interesting soundtrack as well.
0: Who or what is your favorite non-talking character?
1: Yeah, when does a character not speak?
0: Yeah, not not anything that you can understand.
1: Does R two D two count?
0: Yeah, R two D two counts.
1: Because, yes. You can say R2-D2. Some, some can
0: be No, 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 don't think too hard him. about it. I mean, a character that doesn't speak a language that you can understand.
1: Or Wally. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the robots, uh, robot characters. Oh, the baby in um, A Series of Unfortunate Events, the, the series by Netflix. Right, right. Yeah, Sunny.
0: Right, yeah, the, the baby with the sharp teeth.
1: Yeah, that was a cool character too kind of like her. Yeah, I'm going to go with R2D2 if I have to pick
0: one. <laughs> okay. Your turn. Uh, by the way, we're drinking tea as we usually are during these episodes. And what tea are we having?
1: I don't know, you picked it.
0: <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, it's black chai. Oh nice.
1: Um
0: and uh, it's again it's Yogi tea so it comes with these little nuggets of great wisdom on the oh, labels. Oh, great
1: good. Can I can I can I say mine?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, this is the the best advice you'll ever get this week. Let us be kind and compassionate to remove the sadness of the world.
0: <gasps> wow, I'd never thought of that. Deep. I'd never thought of that. That that was an option, being kind and compassionate. Hmm. Apparently. Well, my uh, bit of wisdom is communicate sacredness, build it. Share it and spread it.
1: Is there a YouTube video on building sacredness? Because... Ah, Liam says there is. Okay.
0: There probably is. (laughs) Yeah. He wants to join in the conversation.
1: Imagine you're on a desert island. And there's this palm tree that provides electricity. (laughs) Okay. And there's an Xbox plugged in. Okay. And you can have one video game there to play for the rest of your life because it's jammed, and you can only insert one, <laughs> and it never okay. opens.
0: So basically, the question is: If you can only play one video game, which one would it be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna. I would go with Skyrim because you can keep on playing that forever
1: right answer there is an objective answer to this question
0: Uh, although um, I'm also tempted to say Oblivion which is you know the one that came before Skyrim Elder Scrolls 4 because um, I just really love the cozy warm atmosphere of that setting Cyrodiil Um, the music it's it's so pastoral it's so um, I don't know it's it's just lovely.
1: Right. Or Fallout 4 would be a close second for me. No, not for me. And, um, no,
0: no, no nuclear wastelands. And
1: Mist, too. But th- that's probably nostalgia speaking. I haven't played it for years, so I wonder what I would think. But well, the thing about, about Mist
0: is, once you finish it, that's it, you know? And if you're on a desert island forever, uh, I'd pick something that you can keep on playing
1: unless you have a very bad memory
0: (laughs) because i i really love star wars knights of the old republic but you know you can i know you can replay it but but with these elder scrolls games you can just keep on going and going who is your least favorite actress
1: (laughs) julia roberts
0: (laughs) julia roberts do you think she's a bad actress
1: no, I think she's a good actress. It's just, I don't know why, but I don't like to see her act.
0: Right, so you just don't like her presence on screen.
1: Yeah. What's your favorite quote from a story? Can be a game, movie, book. Um.
0: You know, there's this moment in Lord of the Rings Return of the King <laughs> when the the men of Rohan are hopeless and they say, the the numbers of the orcs are too great. We cannot defeat them in battle. We, we can never defeat them, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Theoden says, no, we cannot. But we will meet them in battle nonetheless.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's dozens of quotes. Uh, I know, Lord I know. It's, all-
0: I, I mean, it's, it's just Lord of the Rings trilogy is just so full of these strong, uplifting, hopeful quotes. And that's just one of many um that i found very
1: say if you had to pick a funny one what would it be
0: a funny one okay well uh i used to watch the show futurama you know from the guys who did the simpsons and um the first few seasons at least they they were very funny i really liked them back in the day i I don't know i know they made new ones I, i i got the impression that the newer ones were not as good but um there's a moment in Futurama, there's an episode where Leela, who is the, the the girl with one eye, you know she feels a bit sad about you know, she's only got one eye and she looks weird and and it f- makes her feel insecure and um and at the end of the episode, she sort of comes to terms with it and she says, "Well, I guess there's nothing wrong with being a little weird." And then her friend Fry, who is the main character in the in the series, um he looks at her and he says, you know, Lila, there's nothing wrong with anything. <laughs> 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 and I thought that was hilarious because it's just it's so I don't know, it's
1: Because that's actually what's wrong with everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It, it's that mentality, but it sounds like you're be like you're being wise but you're actually being unbelievably stupid. So, okay, your favorite quotes.
1: Uh, I think it would be Twice the pride, double the fall.
0: Aha, Count Dooku.
1: And a funny one, um, I think there's a lot of uh, funny quotes, uh, especially from the, the the movies I think are funniest, which we have talked about in a previous episode. Um, for example, in, in music and lyrics, there's a number of great quotes from Hugh Grant, like, uh, I have great insight. I'd use it on myself, only I don't have any problems.
0: Okay, so uh, my last question was, so who was your least favorite actress so my new question is pick one movie with said actress so Julia Roberts and replace her
1: well I I have of course uh, seen a couple of movies with Julia Roberts like uh, Aaron Brockovich and uh, Notting Hill I think I would pick Notting Hill then
0: oh okay and Who would you pick to play the Julia Roberts part?
1: Well, since it's with Hugh Grant, I would pick Sandra Bullock, because I think she has great chemistry with Hugh Grant.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's
1: she's also very cute. She has this kind of modesty about her. uh, This cute, naive schoolgirl-like quality that she has in Speed and, and... and uh, the lake house and, and, and while you were sleeping and, and all these uh, okay movies. So I would pick Sandy B.
0: Sandy B, okay.
1: What's the movie that you've watched most often?
0: Uh, it's probably going to be a movie from my childhood because um, that's when you watch and rewatch movies the most, I think. Especially back when we were young and you didn't have that much choice. <laughs> So it's probably going to be uh, The Secret of Nim, or The Neverending Story. One of those movies, probably the ones I m- watched most. How about you?
1: Well, I would guess Home Alone. Right, yeah. <laughs> the first one.
0: You watch it at least once a year, so yeah.
1: Yeah, if, if it weren't um, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, that, that's another
0: That's one. certainly the movie that I watched the most in theaters. I think I went to see it eight yeah. times. Okay, is there a scene from a movie that you really like, but you don't like that scene, you would delete that scene?
1: Ah, that's a tough one. Um, I think it's usually the other way around, that I'm missing something and I would like to insert a scene. But when it comes to scenes that are redundant, I usually agree with deleted scenes. For example, you have the, the Avatar Extended Edition. And um, you have the extended edition from The line, the Witch and the Wardrobe from the Chronicles of Narnia movie. And both of them, I don't think they really add something to the original uh, theater version. The only extended edition uh, I would absolutely prefer above the uh, theatrical version is The Lord of the Rings, of course. But when it comes to, uh, for example, in Avatar, they actually recycled the music, they had already the original movie. and That bothered me too. I loved the, the score, but the fact that you only get the, the cool um, battle music when the actual battle starts, that really works. And in the extended edition, they already used that music a little bit earlier on because they had extra scenes in it. And it yes. kind of destroyed the entire experience of watching the movie I agree and th- the same with the, the Chronicles of Narnia they the, the music um, is is recycled there as well there's there's no real in the extended cut: yeah in the extended cut and the the, the train scene is much longer oh. but it, I've never seen
0: the extended cut no, it, I,
1: I don't think it, it's really worthwhile I thought the theatrical version was was actually better than the extended one
0: I felt that way about Avatar too.
1: But that doesn't really answer your question, right?
0: Um, no, no, it's fine. It's a I good just, answer. I, I cannot. So, you think know what? Uh, of, give me um, one that you would insert then, that you miss.
1: Um. Oh, people are gonna see I'm crazy now. I would have <laughs> added another scene to the Hobbit trilogy because uh, what I was missing was with the entire build up of um, of Thrain. Um, what happened to Thrain? It would have been nice if. Right. If, if Thorin
0: got some yeah closure.
1: If, if that would have had some closure yeah.
0: Yes, I agree. And actually I would add even more uh, to the hobbit. Um me personally, I think you we I would have wanted to see Bard become king of Dale.
1: That wasn't I wasn't really missing it, but yeah. That would have been a nice addition.
0: Okay, your turn.
1: What's your favorite sick movie so the movie that you usually watch when you're ill and you are feverish and lying on the couch and you cannot really think clearly but you want to watch something.
0: You know what Um, if you had asked me this a while ago I probably wouldn't have known what to say but we watched Demolition Man a few days ago a movie with Sylvester Stallone and Sandy B. <laughs> it wasn't the first time, right? No, no, we, I, we've seen it before, but seeing it again now made me realize that um, I think that movie is just really fun. It's straightforward. It's simple. It's, I don't know, there's something, I, it's bizarre because it's this futuristic action movie, but somehow there's something... <laughs> I don't know, kind of cozy about it in a way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it would be an ideal movie to watch when you're ill, I think. Oh, great. It I'll puts a smile on my you. face somehow.
1: Yeah, that's that's the the, the thing you want with a, a sick movie, right? It, it has to be funny and, and entertaining and, and not too too heavy or too complicated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would probably pick It Takes Two. It's a kind of tradition. It's a... It's a movie with uh, the Olsen twins when they were still innocent and young, <laughs> and it has a romantic plot and it's kind of funny. And I tend to rewatch it, especially when I'm when I'm ill.
0: It's probably nostalgic for you too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Because I- I've watched several other uh, movies with the Olsen twins afterwards, and they were all awful. there were these tourists. Promotion clips right but then um insert heroic um problem solving with the olsen twins and and it's all these movies are the same it's kind of boring
0: yeah it sounds boring
1: <laughs> but there are uh, some nice um there's some nice footage of all these places so if you if you want something in the background with lots of places you haven't been uh, before right like, uh, I think holiday in the sun is uh is in the Bahamas or something.
0: But you know, YouTube is full of, you know, relaxing videos about beaches and <laughs> things yeah, like but, that.
1: But then high quality. Yeah,
0: okay. Okay. What kind of novel would you like to read that as far as you know still doesn't exist? And you can't say a mermaid werewolf romance.
1: Ah, oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> No, i was actually gonna say uh, a war novel with talking bananas but
0: mm. Mm, i like the idea
1: no um i think i i wouldn't pick something i would want to read because i'm all set i i don't feel like there's something i'm missing but i do think the world needs epic fantasy for children like with this Mm. uh with these characters with different races and uh language uh, different languages but then simple like in the, in the, in the comics. Mm.
0: Right, okay.
1: An introduction to epic fantasy for children. An
0: introduction to epic fantasy, right. Something like that. Okay, so sort of... Um, yeah, sort of simplified version of Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> epic something. fantasy
1: for dummies.
0: Okay, okay, interesting. Hmm. I, I, I think I would say... This may sound weird, but... I'm going to say... A more traditional epic fantasy that also has the level of intrigue and world-building and depth, well-thought-out magic systems that you get with Brandon Sanderson, etc. So,
1: Brandon Sanderson meets Tolkien.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it, exactly. That's exactly it. Because these days, um, in fantasy books, um, there's been a sort of, um, really, a move away, I think, from the more D&D-type sort of fantasy. They, they don't want elves and dwarves anymore. They don't want medieval settings anymore. It, it, it has to be, you know, with a hard magic system. That's almost like a science based sort of magic. And um, and I'm, I get a bit tired of that. I, I long for the, you know, the good old days of Dragonlance and hmm. Raymond Feist and my turn again. Yeah.
1: Name a movie that made you cry or at least almost cuz actually i don't think i've ever seen you cry during a movie
0: i don't know if i actually cry during movies but um do you actually still...
1: cry mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when i'm slicing onions <laughs> now, i i i'm going to say the passion of the christ sort of one of the ultimate um, yeah, emotional experiences
1: that's a tearjerker uh, and the uh, the last lord of the rings the return of the king yeah that's actually a, a sub movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: Other movies. Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone gets me every time.
1: <laughs> it is touching.
0: Yeah, especially the music. Special people, <laughs> <Yeah>. happy faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the, the the corniest song ever, but it's it's charming.
0: It's it's by John Williams of all people. Okay. <laughs> Which video game would you turn into a movie?
1: I guess that's simple. You pick one of these Bioware video games. You just cut out all the gameplay and you... Have a movie. (laughs) Yeah, you attach all the the clips and you have a movie, basically.
0: Well, Uh, there are videos like that on YouTube.
1: It will be a very long and boring movie, probably. Uh, uh, You have to cut some parts, probably. The, The... redundant side quests and uh, (laughs) right yeah
0: yeah yeah you do need to do a little bit more than just (laughs) i
1: I don't know i've never been very enthusiastic about adaptations of of games Uh, I, i don't know i don't know if it works maybe i i would uh prefer um a movie in the setting of a a certain game for example fallout uh, the fallout setting or something that would be cool that's a great setting for a or game uh, elder scrolls an elder scrolls movie
0: yeah I, I i'm not i don't really feel the need for an elder scrolls movie but um
1: i, I mean not not the the game uh, as an adaptation not skyrim uh, on screen or something mm. just more like a a spin-off uh, in the setting of, uh, okay, of the Elder okay they have these books right
0: yeah, we have the books actually. Yeah, we have, have them. I
1: haven't read them.
0: We, no, I haven't Are either. But any we, good? We, we, I haven't read them, but we own them, so oh. we can always read them. But I, I, my answer would be actually um, Knights of the Old Republic. Finally, a Star Wars movie I can look forward to again. Dave Filoni could direct it. Um, but yeah. Or Mass Effect with uh, the, the, the guy from Lost. Uh, he should play Shepard.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, weren't they planning to do that?
0: Yeah, but it never happened. Uh, It never materialized. Okay, your turn.
1: What's your favorite main character in terms of um, if you had to pick a main character to be your absolute best friend, who would you pick?
0: It has to be a main character, not a side character, right?
1: That's what I said, main character.
0: So really the protagonist.
1: Yeah, a protagonist.
0: Hmm... And he would be my best friend.
1: Yeah. For life. BFFL.
0: Be my BFFL. <laughs> this is a tough one. Uh, th- okay. I'm going to say Ludlov. <laughs> really? Because I I know the guy. Yeah, I know him pretty basically well. Basically <laughs> you. That would I wouldn't be say that. <laughs> he's much cooler than I am. But... Uh,
1: I thought you would say the... The BFG or something.
0: <laughs> the BFG. The BFG. No, I think this is really tough. If I could say side I'd say Sam Gamgee. But if, if it has to be like the protagonist?
1: Yeah, a, uh, a main character.
0: Oh man, uh, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one.
1: Well, I would say Katniss Everdeen. Okay. I wouldn't have a pint with Jennifer Lawrence, but I would have a pint with Katniss Everdeen anytime. If she doesn't cry too much <laughs> all the
0: time okay okay what do you prefer a normal book an audiobook or an ebook
1: do you want my complete and honest answer
0: <laughs> yes
1: then i would say i prefer a book i would like an audiobook if it's from audio epics <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay sure
1: or from um, graphic audio has a couple of uh, great ones but i'm very picky on audiobooks I think the problem is usually, um, especially with audio books that are not audio dramas, mm-hmm. is that you have this one narrator and if the guy is boring or, or the, the woman is boring, then you're stuck with the same voice for hours. And I just, I can't handle that.
0: I, I, I get that. I, I really do. Yeah.
1: And I'm very picky on, on, on voices. So I, I like the... The approach of having multiple voices, and um, and the problem with audio drama is that you miss a lot of the atmosphere because there's no narrator. So I guess I would um, only listen to yeah graphic audio projects and and our own. But other than that, I would actually prefer just reading a good book.
0: And what about e-books?
1: I would prefer ebooks because they're less dusty and they <laughs> they don't take a lot of room and we really need to declutter, so that's one reason. But when it comes to the total experience of reading a book, I really I love turning pages.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: And I have a Kindle and I, I absolutely love it, but it's just
0: I kinda see ebooks as a necessary evil almost.
1: I seem to to touch that thing in places where it doesn't want to be touched all the time <laughs> you could get
0: arrested for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: well and and then it goes back to the menu and i have to look for my page again and and you don't get that with books you just have a, a good um bookmark and
0: yeah i, I prefer just ye old ordinary books also as well but yeah we don't have enough room for them
1: actually our the half of our bedroom is covered in books right now and i would really like to get rid of them but since we're in lockdown
0: i i do i i've got an audible subscription i do listen to a lot of audiobooks now and it's a good way to um actually get to consume more books because you can you know you can listen when you're on underway etc and there are certain advantages i think to audiobooks uh if if you have a good narrator he can he or she can really bring characters to life and bring bring a sort of soulfulness to it
1: if you have the the books uh the how to train your dragon series
0: yeah exactly
1: uh i think they're middle grade and narrated by david tennant he's uh he's really really great he he really makes those books uh much better than than they are and they they're all they're already really good but he, he can do fifty characters or something. He's, he's really talented. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
0: So I, I do really like audiobooks, but um but there's some just something about, you know, an ordinary book and the smell and the paper and, and and there's something more laid back about it and you can also you can sort of, you know, skip back and forth and and if you can see a name in print it's easier to remember than when you only yeah, hear that's, it. Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, Although uh, sometimes when you read a book, you discover afterwards by hearing a review on YouTube that you've actually pronounced the name differently in your head. And that's right. kind of a bummer too. So no, yeah, you're right about I that. I think they all have advantages. They do complement yeah. each
0: other, yeah. Okay.
1: We have, we have them all, right? We have regular books, we have Yeah we, yeah. We have audiobooks and, and we have ebooks ebooks, so
0: we can compare.
1: Which uh, side character Sam Gamgee. is most like you.
0: Oh not Sam Gamgee. <laughs> no. I wish I could say that, but no. Um a side character who is most like yeah, me. That
1: you feel related to because
0: Oh. You're... I'm sure I've felt this way hundreds of times. But it's I can't think of one right now you know what you know that feeling yeah um that i think oh yeah that movie or that yeah that was me definitely but
1: maybe wilson um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) wilson the volleyball yeah 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 that was that that he was so much like me (laughs) jar jar binks oh yeah the answer the correct answer is jar jar binks
1: (laughs) why didn't i think of that okay it's perfect I, I can't really think of a side character that I um, that, that has a similar personality or something uh, but um, that I feel really related to um, that would be Faramir I think
0: right yeah because your parents try to burn you as well <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> only once a year <laughs>
0: okay my next question is how would you have done the Star Wars sequel trilogy.
1: I wouldn't have done them, and they would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I guess <laughs> they would have been perfect then.
1: <laughs> no, really, I wasn't looking forward uh, to a sequel or something. It was, it was great. You had the prequels, and you had the original trilogy. And if if you really have to have three other movies, I think I would have worked with the offspring of of Leia and Luke and I would have moved on from the political situation as it was then. Maybe insert a new threat.
0: Um. It would have been a good title, A New Threat.
1: Yeah, (laughs) A New Threat, yeah.
0: I would have set it much further into the future so that it has almost no connection anymore to the original saga. This may sound strange, but that's what I would have done. Just something completely different in the Star Wars universe.
1: Yeah, it's like what you're doing with the sequel to Witch Hunter now, uh, putting it in a time where Ludloff is actually dead and there's no Witch Hunter. So we just yeah. we just it's, give it's, it the same name, but it's actually yeah. about something different.
0: It's actually about different. alcoholism among young people. In uh, the future. In, yeah, it's set in the far future. You're going to love it.
1: With Talking Bananas.
0: <laughs> ta- yeah, the Talking... That's, oh, don't spoil the Talking Bananas. Oh, okay.
1: What's the most scarily accurate dystopian story?
0: Uh, the most scarily accurate dystopian story...
1: That you've um, heard or has seen so far?
0: Of the ones that I have really or read, read or seen myself. Because, you know, I haven't actually read Brave New World, for example. I, I remember r- learning about it. But I'd never actually read the book myself. But I'm going to say The Giver. Because um, The Giver is a movie about interesting choice. a society in the future that is seemingly utopian. Because it's very harmonious. And they've eliminated everything that sort of um, evokes strong emotions. They've eliminated all the bad stuff. But they've also eliminated good stuff. And it's, a, it's an extremely safe place, but it's very soulless and um, and very sterile and very inhuman. And um, sometimes I worry that that's the direction that we're, a lot of people actually want to take our society. And I'm not in favor of that.
1: Yeah, good choice. I think I would pick the same one. Maybe, Well, when I was watching Demolition Man a couple of days ago... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's kinda of similar in a way. And,
1: and I saw this meeting with all these screens turning and not actual people present. I was thinking, hey, this is a corona meeting.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> so maybe we're we're heading towards demolition man. We better put a Sylvester stallone in the fridge or in the, the freezer. Just when it <laughs> when it comes to that so we'll we'll have a, a plan B or a good plan. <laughs>
0: Okay, you get to travel around the world and stay in hotels everywhere with one fictional character. Who would you pick? Handsome men are not allowed.
1: (laughs) Handsome men are not allowed. Um,
0: So that narrows it down.
1: (laughs) I don't know. um, It's really not fair that I cannot pick any cute guys because I would pick them for their personality. Sure. But um okay then I would pick uh I don't know um Lewis Lane or something. I think she would okay. be fun to hang around with. Okay. And she'd she'd have lots of stories to tell probably.
0: Right, yeah. And, and if she's with you you're definitely going to, you know, encounter something that you're going to have to investigate and it will turn into a big adventure.
1: Yeah, I'll see Superman now and then. Then So,
0: handsome guys after all. <laughs>
1: What's your favorite talking animal in storytelling?
0: I'm going to say Caesar from The Planet of the Apes trilogy. Does that count?
1: Uh yeah, okay. Well, I know he's, it's, he's not, it's not it's not
0: like, movie. you know, from a Disney movie or anything.
1: No, that's that's fine. Just in the beginning he doesn't talk much, but
0: Because No, you know what? No, I'm I'm going to give a new answer. Okay. My favorite talking animal character is Mrs. Brisby
1: mrs brisbee okay
0: i love mrs brisbee i've already mentioned this in another episode
1: you cannot uh, pick cute mice <laughs> cute female <laughs> mice
0: <laughs> it's not like i have a thing for her or anything <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> no that's fine okay um i would pick maybe Iago from oh Aladdin.
0: right yeah he's great he's funny okay my next question how would you have done frozen
1: I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I would make it a classic story about two uh, sisters that are different. And one taking responsibility, the other just getting away and, and not taking responsibility for her people because she wants to find out about her powers. So I would keep that and then...
0: But you would not have represented that as a good thing.
1: No. No, I would have represented it as a bad thing and she would have encountered many problems and then she would have to apologize to her sister. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds like an exciting movie.
1: <laughs> Maybe she would encounter an, a nice guy and defrost.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she can use some defrosting. Okay.
1: What's your uh, favorite adventure? It can be from a point-and-click adventure of... From a role-playing game, from where? A
0: favorite quest?
1: Yeah, something like that. Your favorite quest. Hmm. can be from your own um, role-playing experiences or whatever.
0: I think my favorite quest is the quest line, Knights of the Nine, from Oblivion. Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. I really enjoyed it. I loved becoming a, a knight. Well, becoming the divine crusader by collecting all these pieces of, uh, of the knight's armor and then uh, founding your own knightly order. You know, uh, there's a priory and you can invite other guys and they become knights and... You know, it, it just had this great sort of King Arthur feel to it. Mixed with some Indiana Jones uh, adventure uh, spelunking stuff. That that was a great uh, a great quest line. I really enjoyed that. And as for tabletop role playing games, one that I remember very fondly was the Thousand Thrones campaign for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, uh, which is one that we did a long, long time ago. And um, it was all about this mysterious child who had enormous charisma, and people started following him. And then bad guys kidnapped him because there was a prophecy about him and they wanted to use him in some dark ritual, which, you know, is what every Warhammer story is about. And um, yeah, it was just a big, epic campaign, and we had lots of fun with that Um, back in the days when we, you know, managed to get together every week and play.
1: Maybe I would pick um, the Dawnguard quest.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great one, too. My favorite quest in Skyrim.
1: Yeah, I, I really like that too. Uh, it's really great.
0: What's your favorite music track from a movie that is not about Middle Earth? Or pick a few.
1: The finale from The Will of the Woods.
0: It's
1: one of my favorites uh, by uh, Peter van Riet.
0: <laughs> it's not really a movie though. but no, uh,
1: uh, Okay, um, if I have to pick a movie... The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe has an awesome uh, battle theme. Oh, yeah. The Allspark from um, Transformers movie.
0: That was a good track. I really,
1: really loved that track.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Um, There are so many.
1: Yeah, there are so many. I I loved In the Island. There are a number of cool uh, tracks as well
0: okay well you mentioned a few Yeah. So okay i'm happy
1: what's your favorite monster from a story
0: oh wow my favorite monster that's a great question and i'm inclined to say the balrog hmm, okay. but um since i answer something from lord of the rings uh, almost every <laughs> We know almost every question.
1: Since you know so much about the Lord of the Rings, is the Balrog really a monster?
0: Um, Well, I don't know. How would you define a monster? A a scary
1: creature. A scary creature. (laughs) It is
0: that. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, uh, another answer that I might give is recently we saw the movie Edge of Tomorrow with uh, Tom Cruise, and it was about aliens. And I thought the design of those aliens, that was really original and very creepy and was very different from the aliens that you've seen in other movies. And I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was.
0: And otherwise, I'm going to say the Skeksis from the Dark Crystal. They're monsters too, right? No? No.
1: Yeah, then psychopaths are monsters as well. Yeah. Okay. By that definition, because I would say creature that cannot talk or, or okay. uh, think
0: or think. Okay, so in that sense, you know, maybe the Balrog is intelligent, so doesn't really count. Then, in that case, I've got a soft spot for um, the 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 Rancor from Return of the Jedi. I just think it was a cool monster.
1: Hmm. Okay. My favorite monster would be alien.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I should have. I should have said that. It's a great one. Yeah. Recently, I, our how it has no s- eyes. That makes it really scary.
1: Yeah, and the the mouth.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Recently, our our oldest son started saying, "I have a mouth in my mouth," and we <laughs> thought it was so creepy because it made us think about the alien.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He has that.
1: I don't know why he says it or where it comes from.
0: He says a lot of weird stuff.
1: Yeah, he's three years old. They tend to do that.
0: (laughs) Okay, my question is, what's your favorite 2D animated movie? So, you know, traditional animation, no CGI.
1: The Prince of Egypt.
0: That's a great one. Yeah, great choice. Prince of Egypt.
1: Yeah, great music.
0: Absolutely. Really great music. Amazing attention (laughs) to detail and... Yeah, that's one of the greatest ever made, I think. Yeah, but you know, my favorite is still gonna be the Secret of Nim, because um, I've I have a sort of personal connection connection to that whole movie.
1: Yeah, it all depends on on uh, what you're um, focusing on uh, focusing on the visuals or the story. But uh, yeah, on the whole, I would say the Prince of Egypt. Although I I'm really a big fan of the Don Bluth movies as well. Um, I think especially All Dogs Go to Heaven, and Anastasia movie is also really gorgeous.
0: Right, yeah, okay. Your turn.
1: What's your favorite creature from outer space in a story? Alien. (laughs) (laughs) If you cannot pick alien. Uh, Okay. Um, (laughs) It doesn't have to be a superman monster per se. Superman. Okay. Or E.T. Maybe yeah,
0: E.T. E.T. Superman is Superman is, is not really a creature. No, too e- I, I, E.T. is cute. I, li- I,
1: I love E.T. Okay. E.T. it is. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll have to pick something else. Just because. <laughs>
0: you don't have to. You can say E.T. too. <laughs> I love E.T. <laughs> E.T.
1: Yeah. E.T. is awesome.
0: Okay. Then I'll go to the next question. Favorite... 80s fantasy movie. So from the 80s. Mhm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. The Dark Crystal.
0: Ah, that's the correct answer. That is the correct answer. So you win.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what, what did I win?
0: You win the internet. Yes.
1: <laughs> your what's your favorite contemporary author?
0: Contemporary. Eh? So does that mean still alive or still writing?
1: I would say still writing. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I think... uh, I don't know if... uh, Hmm. Hmm. I think I'm going to say Raymond Feist. Even though, of course, his... um, His series... His uh, Rift War series is, is finished. He wrote about... 30 books in that but and I've only read three (laughs) but uh, I love them and I do intend to read the rest I also love Brandon Sanderson's books but um, I have to say um, while Sanderson has uh, you know a much more I don't know it's much more depth and it's much more it's much bigger in scale and it's more more, more, more. Uh, in the end, Feist, I just find more enjoyable, I think. So I'm going to say Feist.
1: Okay. Um. I think I'm going to go with Stephen King. Oh, oh. Or Brendan of course. Sanderson. Uh, yes, I think in the end, it's still going to be Stephen King.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> he, has some, he has some good stuff. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I don't like all his books, but... Um as a writer, I really I like his style. It's really. Um...
0: Should there be a Middle Earth theme park, or is that too kitschy?
1: There should definitely be several Middle Earth theme <laughs> several. parks. Several.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Where you can ride on an orc and stuff.
0: <laughs> ride on an orc.
1: I would line <laughs> up for that.
0: Ride ride on a warg, okay, but ride on an orc. <laughs> 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 I don't want to do that.
1: No. I've always wanted to do that. Oh, and fly on an eagle, of course
0: yeah that, okay that's good that's a cool idea
1: and an ollie fun or what is it, uh, what is it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah. hmm i don't know it it seems it it feels to me a bit uh, disrespectful somehow the idea of a middle earth theme park but
1: to have all rights it's all about having a ride on something <laughs> <laughs> Can ride on Galadriel <laughs> and Gandalf and, and Faramir and Aragorn. <laughs> I because
0: don't know how you actually <laughs> see these rides.
1: <laughs> you can sit in there next.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's more like a more like a petting zoo that you have in mind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Middle Earth petting zoo.
0: It would be pretty cool if you you know you're in the the Middle Earth theme park and you you can go. Have a bite to eat at the Green Dragon, yeah, or uh, things like the Prancing that. Pony.
1: Things like that, yeah, and and you would have these hobbit-sized stuff that if I would sit down on a on a chair, I would break it. And stuff. But
0: I don't know. I think Professor Tolkien would shake his head and
1: oh, but he's not have around. Have a big face palm He's not around. I
0: don't know. Maybe he can he can see it from on high and. He will cast down vengeance.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll make it respectful, <laughs> Professor Tolkien. <laughs> so, none of the things I've just mentioned. Perhaps.
0: <laughs> okay, next question.
1: What's your favorite robot character?
0: My favorite robot character? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, there was a character in the movie Aliens uh, and his name was Bishop. And um, he was a robot, turned out. And... Um, I thought that character really worked especially because in the first movie there was a robot character and he was a bad guy and in the second movie you know uh, Ripley is distrustful of, of, of this Bishop character because he's a robot but then it turns out he's a good guy. So I like that. Or isn't Nick a, Valentine. Isn't he
1: an android or a cyborg or Yeah. You for me, there, do you know the difference? For me,
0: for me that's all robots. Um okay. I'm simple that way.
1: Okay, um okay, uh, I'll, I'll I'll rephrase my question. Robot character means uh, a robot that doesn't look human.
0: Oh, okay. Bender? <laughs> really? No. Um Calculon. <laughs> Cal- Calculon was also a character in Futurama, and he was an acting robot. Yeah, and he played an it, He played. He played in a, in a robot soap opera called All My Circuits, and um, there was an episode where he said that he was the greatest robot actor since David Duchovny. I thought that was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I think my favorite robot uh, character would be uh, well, besides. Wally, of course. He's so charming. I would pick C-3PO, I think.
0: Really? C-3PO? Okay.
1: He's so nice and decent and British. Really?
0: I I think he's incredibly rude to R2-D2. And gold. (laughs) That's true, he's gold. Is there any movie in the making currently that you're still looking forward to?
1: Uh, no.
0: Well, that was quick.
1: (laughs) Not really. It's just sequels and remakes and so not really
0: well they're doing a very faithful adaptation of dune right now that's in oh. the making i am really looking forward to that
1: yeah that would be something to look forward to because the the former adaptations were uh, i really love the book and they didn't they didn't come close
0: okay your turn
1: what's the most uh pointless character in the story
0: chewbacca Quarantine. I've already mentioned this before, that I think. Was quick. I think Chewbacca is a completely pointless character.
1: That was quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say the stupid snowman from Frozen. <laughs> the stupid snowman. What was his name? Olaf? Yeah, Olaf, yeah, right. Yeah. He was not just stupid, he was completely pointless and not funny and his head was too long. <laughs>
0: his head was too long. Okay. Have
1: you ever seen a snowman like that? That's not a pretty snowman. No,
0: you're right. You're right. Maybe it was just an untalented kid that made the snowman. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, is there a game you're looking forward to?
1: Well, of course, I'm looking forward to The Elder Scrolls 6.
0: Yeah. Makes sense.
1: As for other games,
0: no. Well, I'm also looking forward to Starfield. Uh which is Bethesda's outer space open world RPG yeah, that they're but making.
1: not much is known about that for now, right?
0: No, but it's the next one that's gonna come out. But
1: it is a very cool idea. I mean, Bethesda making an outer space game
0: and it's... I'm just curious, how are they going to do it? If you're going to visit several planets, how big are they going to be and how free will you be to explore them? And yeah, I'm curious.
1: I, I'm I'm really curious too, but... Um, I, I don't really want to look forward to new Bethesda games because I'm not going to have time to play them anyway.
0: Well, you can always not sleep. Which you don't sleep now do anyway. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: What's your favorite dog from a story?
0: Oh, there was a movie with Richard Gere. Um, was it Hachi?
1: You mean the tearjerker?
0: Yeah, that wa- that was probably... Okay, earlier on you asked which movie made you cry. That movie al- also made me cry or almost cry or at least made me feel like I was crying.
1: So The Passion of the Christ and Hachi.
0: The Story of a Dog, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. No, you know why? That dog, he was so faithful. Oh man, that movie, Uh, oh. that dog.
1: <laughs> right, it was the movie about a dog who was faithful to his human <laughs> And one day he died, right? And he never yeah, the guy died. He never returned from work or something and he kept waiting. The, the dog. dog
0: kept waiting for his for his his guy. But he never came back, but the dog kept waiting there for the rest of his life. That and was it was based story. on a true story, man. That that really that got me. That was a substance. Makes story. me feel sad just thinking about that movie. Poor
1: dog.
0: Yeah, that was And, you know, it was such a simple story, but it was so emotionally strong. So, I'm going to say that one.
1: I think I would pick Charlie from All Dogs Go to Heaven.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay, fair enough. Why? He's
1: he's this bad guy. He's like the the Flynn Rider of dogs. He's this Hmm. criminal who gets to know a girl and... It touches him and he kind of becomes a good guy.
0: That movie is so full of nightmare fuel, by the way. It was, it's, you know, like a lot of Don Bluth stuff. It, there's this, a wonderful sort of childlike, innocent darkness in it. It's hard to explain, yeah, but it's really powerful. Okay, I I have one last question and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. You get to write the new Superman movie, a reboot. Uh-huh. What's it about?
1: Ah, another reboot. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Because I think Superman is a really hard character to write a good story for.
1: But why are you asking me all the hard questions? <laughs> Maybe about Superman's first flying lesson.
0: <laughs> okay, so an origin story, so, sort of.
1: Yeah, when he gets flying lessons from a bird or something.
0: <laughs> from a bird? Okay.
1: No, um. <laughs> Maybe, maybe a, a movie where he goes back to his roots, where, where he uh, goes to investigate um, more about Krypton. And wow, that's a cool the, idea. The Fortress of Solitude, and maybe see more of that, less daily planets, uh, more Krypton.
0: Wow, yeah, that, that might be a really good idea, yeah. And who would the villain be? or well, you could come up with a new one. Lex Luthor? Yeah, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> He's the most obvious guy. Villain, I think is the the coolest villain from the Superman series. You can make it a really round character.
0: Yeah, especially with a bald head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bowling ball.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay, no. Uh, Good concept, good idea. You're very good at coming up with ideas. Do you have uh, another question?
1: Yeah, my last question is a very straightforward one. What's your favorite actor?
0: Tommy Wiseau. (laughs) <laughs> no not really no
1: comment
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go with maybe Anthony Hopkins or Mel Gibson or jeremy irons i I, I don't know I somehow I, I always enjoy watching Jeremy Irons
1: It's a hard question isn't
0: it yeah so many or or answers. um oh uh of course um, Gary Oldman he's also great uh it's hard. There are so many.
1: Um, I like Liam Neeson.
0: Right. Yeah. Um,
1: But if they can be cute guys, um, I would say Kyle McLaughlin or uh, David Duchovny. But that's probably because of the characters they played. So it's hard not to be biased by the characters the actors played.
0: No, I think that makes. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: I just. uh, I really loved um, Twin Peaks and the X Files. So, and maybe like, who would you pick to play Ludloff?
0: I thought about that a lot. I don't really have an answer yet, hmm. but it would have to be a uh, a tall guy and so, a, a a rather thin guy.
1: So not Danny DeVito.
0: Not Danny DeVito. You know. Um, <laughs> by the way, I want to revisit a question you asked earlier. You the asked character? your favorite robot character. Yeah. I'm going to say. See, don't see me three i I'm going to say, Optimus Prime.
1: Oh, Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. But that's not a robot, that's an
0: autobot. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, I think we're done for the moment. Uh, I had a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, me too. But I'm sure uh, you can come up with a lot of better questions. Uh, so, um, you know what? We can make another of these episodes if you, if you like this uh, during the, the lockdown. And if you send us our questions in the, the comment section, then we can just list them up and answer them next time.
0: Yeah, yeah. We should, of course, get enough questions. If we only get two or three, then...
1: It will be a very short episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> sure, why not? We'll see uh, how many responses we get. But it would be great if we could do another one. So I had a lot of fun doing this episode. How about you?
1: Yeah, it was it was really fun.
0: So uh, we hope you we get to talk to you guys again soon. And, uh, and
1: possibly um, answer some questions.
0: Yeah, that That would be great. Uh, We'll see how it goes. We hope you're all doing fine and um, we'll talk to you again soon. All the best. Bye bye.